there goes the confetti, oh, the horns. Yes. <laughs> you knew exactly what I'd planned. The strings. Yep. <laughs> of course, this fanfare is celebrating our 500th episode. Holy it is schmoly. Sunday. Holy schmoly indeed. It's the 15th of May. I just want to tell you that we have now 10,000 listeners. I love it. And key to those 10,000 listeners, but I have to say the segue into the 500th episode goes perfectly hand in hand with the gift of the day. So please just take it away. Push yourself. That's the gift of the day. Yeah, big shocker that Sunday comes and I'm a little hungover. <laughs> <laughs> Too much celebrating the 499 episode. Yeah, right. <laughs> Among other things. But you know, let me be clear and, and let me be serious for just one second. There it was. Okay. Uh, that's done. out of my system. Yeah. <laughs> when I speak of hangovers, they aren't always about food and drink. It's often I'm fully drained from expending my energy in creative ways and putting stress on my body in the process. And and it's such a good feeling hangover, but it yes. is. It, it Your body reacts the exact same way. Right. You're drained. You're, You're drained. drained. I, I prefer to call it drained rather than hungover, but it's, it is what it is. And I recall the feeling of being hungover from workouts, from finals. Remember in school? Oh my God, finals. Oh yeah. And, and as, as you and I are well aware, uh, being seasoned public speakers, speaking engagements, I feel yeah, hungover those, the next day. Yes. Yes. Re-energize that night and then completely hungover the next day. So let, so are you saying, are you telling us that you didn't drink yesterday? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, <laughs> I definitely did. I've seen the pictures. It had to have a couple of drinks in there. Oh, you know damn well that that that, that definitely wasn't the case. I, I had some drinks. But, you know, my hangover is most definitely a, a culmination of what went on, not just the booze this time, which leads me to our story for the day. My weekend started early. Actually, you know what's funny about that? I just caught myself admitting that even though I left my office at normal time, I considered performing for my residents as not being work. Ooh. Yeah. That, that says a lot about what you do for a living and your perception of it. Uh, exactly right. So just the thought of that was worth mentioning to me. That for sure. It, because you know what? It goes, it's going above and beyond. And that's that extra mile from yesterday's homework assignment. Right. That fits right into right now. What a great dovetail in our 500th episode. Oh, my God. Uh, we're, we're finally getting the hang of this. Yeah, you, we're getting <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God. It took 500 episodes and we figured it out. <laughs> Man, I'd like to calculate the amount of hours we've been on the right, air. I was it's just going to say, was that just, the 10,000th hour? <laughs> right. Oh, my God. Just going to be dizzying. But anyway, I was super excited to have Sabrina. Uh, shout out to Sabrina Kaz. What's up, Sabrina? We've, we've, we've actually sounded off to her a few times. Yeah, she came and performed for your residence. Yep. And she was most definitely the headliner when we did the advertising. I was merely the guest in the subtext, and it was very small print. She had sent me uh, some names of songs that she felt she could sing, and I looked them up on YouTube. And I, I got the music from Ultimate Guitar, and, you know, I, I just don't give enough credit to Ultimate Guitar. I've been using them for years 
and I've never acknowledged just how it's much good. I appreciate them. So it's much, good. much gratitude for you guys. I think you use them too, right? I do. I use them in Songster. Yep. Oh my gosh. So yeah. So Yako key to both of those. Yes. Very good. Yako key to both of those. But you know, we, we, Sabrina and I have actually never played together. And I know that's probably mind blowing to you. Uh, we've never even practiced and I, I didn't really know how her songs went. They're, they're out of my genre. And so we intended on practicing prior to going on stage. We figured out that we could probably hammer this out in 45 minutes or less. And but li- life got in the way. Oh, 100%. Got delayed. Uh, I arrived uh, after we were actually supposed to be on the stage. And, yeah. and so did she. So you went completely like cold. Yeah, commando. Absolute commando. commando. We, and to make matters more interesting in front of a live audience, which was rather large, we also filmed it. Oh. <laughs> and, and if the filming is worthy, I'll put it up on YouTube and, you know, I can play a little sample that I've extracted right here. This, this song is called Dandelions. But before I play, keep in mind, I'd never played this before. She had never sung with me and I really didn't know how the song went. Okay. I just followed her singing and this is what came of it. So I was getting goosebumps. That was pretty damn awesome because any artist knows there has to be some preparation. Any singer knows, right? You have to get in tune, the same key. There's so much that goes into it. And yeah, Yeah. bravo. You know, and I want to stress that Sabrina was the trooper in all this. You know, here, here she is coming in cold in front of an audience she's never seen before and playing with me for the very first time. And what was funny is she later said, oh, you are a musician. Oh, and you can sing. (laughs) And she said she didn't know what to expect. Well, good for her for agreeing to it, not even, like, that's coming in freezing, not just cold. Exactly. And you know what's interesting to me is, and I, I shared this with her afterwards, I said, after this experience, I have never called myself a musician. And I always talked about, I have a guitar and I can sing, 
But after this experience of going on stage in front of people, cold, not knowing the songs, having the sheet music in front of me and pulling this off, I feel like that day I was a musician. I fully concur. Yep. You can officially call yourself a musician. I, I, I believe I can now do that. Yes. Like I graduated. That was graduation. Yeah. Someone <laughs> needed to give you a dollar so you can say you were a paid musician. Actually, you know what? That was on my bucket list and I achieved it. I, I played in New York City with an open guitar case uh, in, okay. yeah, in uh, Jefferson or no, Herald Square. Was it Herald Square? I don't know. Oh, you're way past musician then. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think it was mostly pity money. And, and I, <laughs> I, I put my own money in there first to make it look like somebody else had put well, money in. Well, they all do. Yeah. <laughs> oh, is that right? I just thought yeah. I made that up. <laughs> yeah, it's called getting the ball rolling. Yeah, exactly. Put the ball in play. Yeah. <laughs> That's Erin's favorite term that I came up with the other day. She loves that. Really? Put the ball in play. Just put the ball in play. <laughs> Love it. Yeah. But the point of the story is to show that we had a challenge and we more than accepted it. We didn't accept failure as an option, and we pushed ourselves to a whole different level to not only make the show listenable, but outstanding, even without the preparation. Actually, the theme of the day, the moral of that story was, it was a ballsy thing to do. It was definitely. And you did it anyway. Yep. And it was on film, so if it crashed and burned, oof, there was evidence of it. And they loved it. Yep. And, And to some extent, I got more out of this because I, too was hearing us for the first time along Mm -hmm. with the audience. How fun. And it was just something that made my whole body tingle in the moment. And I stopped having that racing heart and performances long ago. I mean, you and I had talked about this before. Mm -hmm. This put my heart back in my chest. So I owe a massive debt of gratitude to Sabrina for pushing herself and trusting me that we could do this. And the audience spoke for itself. They literally loved us. Yeah. And I got to tell you, Michelle, we were initially set to play 45 minutes. We went over double that and they kept asking for more. So what a great experience for everyone. And it all it took was a little of an attitude of pushing ourselves. So having been exposed to many whose attitude was to quit before pushing themselves to discover their true potential, which only expands you each time you do it. Are you inclined to push yourself or are you likely to just quit and use the lame lie of yourself to say, it just wasn't worth it. If proving yourself to yourself is not your game, hey, wake up, stupid, (laughs) and let us help you fix that. Michelle, there goes the homework bell. What do you have for our audience today? David, we are headed exactly where our homework is going, proving yourself to yourself. Love it. And it makes the view, the ride, way less scary. So don't do it for others in hope of accolades or pulling it off perfectly. Right. Push yourself for you because it really takes the pressure off. I mean, would you really care if you messed up? Nah. Mm. Go easy on yourself. Interesting. I like that. That's a different take. Yeah, I think I think I had this epiphany with like writing a book. Write it for yourself. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter how many you sell or if it gets published. You want to finish it for yourself. And yep. if it's for yourself, others are guaranteed to like it. You mentioned that. And, you know, Leslie, uh, our coach and agent, said the same damn thing. Oh, see, yep. it's just 
words of wisdom. It, it, yeah, yeah, it may sound cliche, but there's a reason for that. Yep, there you go. Speaking of reasons, we don't need any reason <laughs> to get out there and fly that kite. Yako Key 500, baby. Ooh.